0: Hello and welcome to our weekly podcast for Voice of Wealth. I'm Charlotte de Caprasson. Sell in May and go away? That is the question. So, to help me answer that, I have with me here Ed Ching, Global CIO of BP Bariba Wealth Management. Hello, Ed. Thank you very much for joining me.
1: It's a great pleasure, Charlotte.
0: In a previous interview, today, towards the end of April, we discussed market timing and the various strategies of maximizing one's investment on the stock market. We are in the longest equity bull run in history. Some commentators say that the markets are frothy and over-exuberant to the point where people are taking tips from TikTok videos. So in a word, is it time to sell our entire share portfolio and jump ship?
1: Well, Charlotte, generally the answer to that is no. Because generally, um, momentum effects are pervasive. So what does that mean in plain English? It means in stock market terms, what goes up tends to continue to go up and often for longer than you can believe possible. So even if the markets are starting to be a little bit irrational, which I'm not sure I believe, but even if that were to be the case, the risk is that markets can become a lot more irrational before they go down. And as an investor, it's very difficult to predict uh, the beginning of a bear market or or of a a severe correction. And so generally, the best thing to do is to stay invested uh, in equities until there are clear signs of a change in trend to the downside. And we haven't had that yet.
0: During the same interview in April, you mentioned one of the strategies summed up in the idiom sell in May and go away that I cited at the beginning. Now, we are in the month of May, so is it a good time to sell stocks based on seasonality? Because on the other side of the coin, lockdowns are being lifted, economies are reopening, people will probably go on holiday over the summer and start spending again, so economic recovery is perhaps on the cards. So from that point of view, what's your opinion on this?
1: Well, first of all, let's look at the statistical evidence. The statistical evidence gathered over decades. You can go back over 100 years, in fact, and not just look at one or two stock markets, but over 35 stock markets and even different asset classes. And the academic research shows you the same thing, that there is indeed a persistent and repeatable seasonal effect where Stocks in this case tend to perform better between November to the end of April, but from the beginning of May until the end of September at least, they do tend to do somewhat worse. So the bulk of stock market returns tend to happen in the winter, and relatively little of total stock market returns in aggregate happen in summer. So that would suggest being more cautious now would be a good idea. However, that's statistical evidence. That doesn't happen every year. Last year, for instance, you would have lost you would have lost out on a lot of gains if you had sold your equity exposure at the end of April, for instance, because between the beginning of May and the end of September, in fact, it performed extremely well. So equities delivered a fantastic return, which you would have missed out. So it, it doesn't work every year, even though it works more years than not. The question this year, of course, as you've rightly pointed out, is on the one hand, we do have the seasonal effect, but on the other we do expect to see acceleration in global economies, uh, particularly in economies which are reopening, such as, of course, the UK, US and continental Europe. And that should happen over the next one to two months. Now, to what degree stock markets already integrate and price in this acceleration is somewhat difficult to say. I'm sure some of the good news is already priced in, but perhaps not all of it. And so if Economies surprise us to the upside. If consumers really splurge the cash over the next few months as economies reopen, as I suspect they will, then there may still be upside for stocks, particularly those which are consumer-related, even over the summer months.
0: Ed, are there any particular sectors that are now out of favour that investors should be selling first? And also, could you tell me which sectors your strategists have upgraded this month?
1: So, Charlotte, um, in terms of the seasonal effect, it tends to be industrial and cyclical sectors that are economically sensitive that tend to not do as well over the summer. So we have actually downgraded materials, including chemical companies, for instance, and industrial goods companies to neutral, um, as these are sectors that typically do well over the winter, not so well over the summer, and have done very well up to now. What would we be looking to buy instead well we have upgraded some defensive sectors the most prominent of which is the healthcare sector which we've upgraded to positive this month because in the case of the healthcare sector it's actually underperformed recently funnily enough despite all the news flow we also see good um, products new products coming to the market in terms of drug pipelines over the next few months which should boost sales and earnings of big pharmaceutical companies so I think healthcare is a classic, non-sense, non-economically sensitive defensive sector that we would favour right now.
0: If prudent investors want to rebalance their stock portfolio to be more defensive, what would you suggest? And secondly, could you give a definition of a defensive sector?
1: Well... As I said, getting away from cyclicals towards defensives is a good idea. A defensive sector is one that, as I said, is not economically sensitive, not tied to the economic cycle that does pretty well um, the same sort of performance, no matter what the economic conditions. Healthcare is one. Utilities and food and beverage would be other such sectors that are not really sensitive to whatever the economy does, whether it's strong growth or weak growth. Otherwise, um, strategies we like include low volatility equities, So that is buying equities that are less volatile. And this is typically something you can do via fund or ETF and is a strategy that tends to outperform over the summer months. Um, Or else you could even look to um, more defensive dividend-based strategies, for instance, such as low volatility or dividend growth income strategies. So not just buying companies with the highest dividend yields, but those with an above average dividend yield, but which also offer the prospect Either of more defensive nature and more defensive nature or dividend growth, so that that dividend grows over time. And again, academically speaking, these types of income strategies have been shown to outperform naked dividend yield and outperform the stock market overall in aggregate over long periods of time.
0: And what about other asset classes and alternative assets? What do you like at the moment?
1: Well, if you don't want to buy stocks and you want to diversify away from stocks, we really like what we call hybrid asset classes. And these are asset classes that sit somewhere between the risk of stocks and the risk risk of bonds. Now, we know that bonds and cash today yield pretty much zero, or very close to zero, so they're historically unattractive. But for those who don't want to go as far as stocks, there are some alternatives which I think offer uh, good prospects of returns over the next few months or even years. Within the hybrid category, we can include convertible bonds, which are sort of part equity and part bonds, but have outperformed bond markets over the long term. We can include preferred shares, which again are a type of equity that are really quite like a bond because they pay a fixed rate of interest and offer, again, relatively high yield. Or we could even go as far as looking at alternative strategies which include equities, but include some protection and that you can buy via structured products, for instance, Where you can buy equity exposure but protect yourself from severe downside, or even hedge funds, alternative usage funds, um, where you can look at again strategies that can generate returns without taking the full risk of the stock market.
0: Thank you very much indeed. Goodbye.
1: Thank you, Charlotte. Goodbye.